0: Hello everyone, it is me, Anna. Welcome to the 16th episode on my podcast, Your Favorite Young Adult Bookworm. This week, I'll be retelling and giving my opinion on A Court of Frost and Starlight by Sarah J. Maas, a short novella of the ACUTAR series. I recommend you, if you have not listened to my previous episodes on this book series, to go listen to them so you... Get the references, and it makes sense. A quick reminder to please rate, share, and subscribe to my podcast if you're enjoying it, and to please follow me on Instagram at your favorite young adult bookworm, just like the title of this show. Now, let's talk about the book. This book takes place a few months after the war with Hybern. Most people have healed or are healing after the war. There is peace within the entire realm, the Fae and the humans, but this peace is fragile. Reason and Feyre, as well as the rest of their inner circle, are doing all they can to keep it that way and to enforce the alliance with the other High Lords while battling their inner demons after the war and all that happened. This book Talks about their lives now and their celebration of the winter solstice. That is basically like their Christmas. So it's kind of like a Christmas tale. Fair is living in the village house in Villaris with Risen and Elaine. Nessa moved to a crappy apartment in the ugliest neighborhood of Villaris and she refuses to talk with like either of her sisters and with Cassian, which I believe is a douche move from her. Like, yeah, I get it. She's traumatized and everything, but they were all no they were not they are all traumatized and she could at least try but as always she is insufferable which makes her sisters extremely sad since they do not know how to help her in casting too because I mean it is obvious they are mates like no one has said anything but I am sure of it come on Poor Phara feels, she feels so bad because she feels it's on her that Nesta is suffering from being turned into a fey and everything. But it was not Farah. it was Iance. It is not fair to blame Phara. She has done so much for her sister since book one. Elaine is doing a little bit better, she's less depressed but she's still mourning her beloved ex-fiancée Grayson who is a douche but whatever, we can control who we love sadly. At least she cooks now and she's somehow happy but she's still not nice to Lucien which is annoying, like she indeed does not no, no like he doesn't she doesn't owe anything to him i know that but i like lucian he has suffered a lot and he's always in the middle and getting hurt because of that and it sucks big time for him i just want him to be happy hopefully they eventually can be happy and well lucian has his own apartment in valaris and goes often to visit Julian and the phoenix queen vasa they are all buddies now Cassian is checking on the Illyrians. Apparently, many are not happy about the war. They want to revolt, so he's trying to control that while also dealing with his feelings regarding Nesta, who does not talk to him and treats him like shit because Nesta. We have some chapters on his POV. It was nice POV, like, like by POV, POV, I mean point of view. Um, Going back to the story, Cassian is really funny. He has names for Nesta's poses, one being Nesta eating smut and not wanting to tell Cassian it is smut and I legit laughed when I read that I love Cassian he is so funny he deserves the world too Azriel is spying in all the courses. Always, he barely talks as ever, but when he does, it is amazing. I love Azriel. He is stealing to Mordo, and I hope she tells him soon that she likes better girls, so he can get over her. He's super nice to Elaine, and Elaine is kind of fun of him. I love their interactions. I can see them becoming BFFs. I know many of you ship them together, but I don't. I think Azriel deserves to find his true. Mate and be happy i do not want him to be in love with elaine and later she having to be with her mate or something and breaking my precious baby's heart <sighs> oh, but i can see like you know like a love triangle happening with Luci- lucian Azriel, and elaine eventually maybe but i don't know we will see i don't know to be honest i don't know what i want i just want all the three of them to be happy Like, I cannot choose which one I'd rather be happy. I just want the three of them to be happy because they are so precious. Mori is struggling with her inner demons too, mostly with Ares, her ex-fiancé, and the first son of the Autumn High Lord visiting her dad in the Court of Nightmares because of their bargain in the last book. Reason wants to send her to the other courts to build some relationships with them and make sure the peace is kept. He tells her to think about it. I think she's gonna do it. I hope Sarah later on makes a book about her. I would love to read about her adventures in the other courts. Also, we also have some... um, chapters from her pov in this uh, short novella so if you are interested in knowing like how her brain works well you can read the short novella now, Amren, she's adjusting to being a normal high fae and no longer an ancient deity. She's getting used to eating and drink normally. She's still dating Varian, the prince from the summer court. She has been seeing him since book two. They're cute together. She's, o- she's the only one Nesta talks to and visits from time to time, which kind of hurts very but she's still okay because at least Nesta is talking with somebody. See? Fera is a good sister, unlike others since the beginning. But well, reason is doing all he can to deal with all the problems. The Illyrians revolting, trying to keep the peace while trying to make all his loved ones' life better and happier. Because you know, my baby, reason. We off of course have some chapters from his POV. It is nice as always because hashtag I am Risen's biggest seems so he could do whatever and I still will be swooning. He actually goes to visit Tamlin twice. Ares told him Baron the Autumn High Lord Kanna is low-key planning to expand his frontiers to the human world. The territory between Autumn and the human lands is spring, so that's why he goes there. He's super surprised at seeing Tamlin in estate it is all destroyed there is no guards no servants he's not looking good either he's doing really bad he kind of deserves it because he was a douche in book two and three but since i already forgave him i felt a little bit bad for him yeah he was terrible but he did come to help them in the end and he helped save reasons so he's not that bad he's just really damaged and has issues I believe he can have some redemption eventually but still it is not okay what he did like I'm not excusing his actions I'm just saying I felt a little bit bad because I forgave him because he saved my baby recently uh, but yeah during his visit uh, well, during his first visit Reason is not that nice to him but in his second one like he sees they better be in okay terms he talked with Varian so he tells Tarkin the Summer High Lord to send sentries to the to, to look after Tamlin's frontiers since Tamlin will not ascend from the Night Court of course and while overall the Spring Court is a big mess like Feyre destroyed really good. I'm so impressed by her work. I still can get over the first part of book three. Farah was on fire. I love the character development for her. Like, it was so good. I was like, go off queen! Now, let's talk about our main girl, Feyre. She's adjusting quite well to her administrative duties as high lady. She has lots of work, but she enjoys working. She also volunteers all the time, helping many charities to rebuild and help the people in need after the war. She can't paint again, but she meets Resina. I don't know how to pronounce the name, so please bear with me. I'm just gonna pronounce it as I think it's pronounced Resina. So she meets Resina in the Arts Quarter. She invites her to paint with her group so Resina invites Fira, but Fira is not ready yet Fira ends up painting in what used to be the studio of a girl artist who died during the hibern attack. She is also suffering from not being able to help Nesta as I mentioned but at least she's happy Elaine is getting better. She also is trying to find uh, what to give her family so her friends and her sisters for the sol- Solstice celebration because it's basically Christmas here one day she goes shopping with Elaine, in, in one of the stores, she talks with the owner, a weaver. She tells her about her husband dying and therefore making a tapestry black as the void, but she then explains that the silver thread that was also in the tapestry means hope and that she continues creating because it helps her um, with her trauma. Fayra buys the tapestry and realizes she wants to do that. She wants to create. That is why she gets back to painting. She wants to sh- the, to shop the late artist studio that I mentioned, but it is given to her by the late girl's family. She creates with Resina, who becomes her friend, a studio to give art classes to kids for free to help them express their trauma after the war. The entire thing is pretty wholesome. I was happy for my girl Fayra. She is so nice. She deserves the world. Before the solstice night, Feyre goes to visit Nesta. She finds her in the ugliest bar in Villaris. She's playing cards with three men. She looks skinnier. I forgot to mention, but now Nesta has one eye stance all the time and drinks all her sorrows away. She clearly has issues, but she won't let anyone help her. Feyre asks her to join them to the night of the solstice to celebrate because also it's Feyre's birthday so yeah I don't know if Nesta remembers. Nesta is super mean to her sister as always of course and just tells Fera, do not forget to pay her rent because as because obviously <laughs> Fera is as always giving her money. Some things do not change I guess. Nesta could be a little bit more grateful to her sister but well Nesta you know. Fera tells her she will pay her rent if she comes and then she leaves the night before the solstice, they all dined together, except for Nesta and Lucian, since Lucian went to spend it with Tamlin. They all have a good time. Varian also came. They're all happy. Even Elaine is having a good time. It was so wholesome. I was so happy for all the babies. The following morning, the day after the solstice and favorite birthday, Reason gives her three birthday gifts all art related and well one was a sketchbook and she's like oh I wanna paint you and he's like oh okay and she's like naked and I was like he 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 but in my head Reason said something more like paint me like one of your French girls Fera wink after their artistic activity Reason left with casting and Azriel to fulfill one of their traditions the tradition being a snowball fight. It was so wholesome, guys. I was so happy reading this part of the book. I love so much my bad boys. They deserve the world. Meanwhile, Lucian visit, visited Feyre and Elaine. And then Elaine obviously ignored Lucian. Poor Lucian. He's my baby too. I hope he finds happiness eventually. He brought Feyre and Elaine a solace gift and then he left. <laughs> my poor baby. Because he was so ignored. By a lean, like I, uh, it's just so painful, guys. Later on that night, it was the actual celebration. Elaine baked a cake for Farah. It was decorated like Farah decorated all those years ago their house with some painting representing each sister. It was so sweet of Elaine. They all wished her a happy birthday. Once again, it was super wholesome. And then they started to exchange gifts. The entire thing was again so, so wholesome. And then Pari Pooper Nesta arrived. She was just there having a Resting beach phase, but they all continued enjoying the party and the gifts. Elaine was having a good time too. She was the only one who got a gift for Nesta. The latter did not, like she at least did wish happy birthday to Fera. At least, you know. Elaine also got a gift for Azriel, something to calm the headache everyone gives him all the time. It was hilarious. It was wholesome. I hope they become besties. Both of them are so sweet. I love them. Eventually, Amran and Varian leave. Then Nesta leaves. Before leaving, Feyra gives her her rent money. It was a kind of bitchy, like, the way she gave her the money. But she kind of deserves it. So, <laughs> like, you know... But well, Cassian runs after Nesta. He has a gift for her too and wants to walk her home. But Nesta is a total bitch to him. Like extra mean for nothing. Like he has done nothing to her. But whatever. He ends up not walking her all the way home because she was a total bitch. But he stood there until she made it home and then threw the gift to the river. And I was like poor baby but well nesta you know i know the next book is about her and cassian and sincerely i do not see how sarah is gonna make me like her because so far i don't like her i can't stand her so we will see how that goes and well, after everyone retreats to the room, their recent winnows Farah to their cottage for some privacy, for their nightly exercise, if you know what I mean. And there, Feyre tells him that the gift she wants to give him is kind of more a gift for both of them. A baby. It's like oh my gosh, really? And he's super happy. And well, they start trying to conceive, right there. And oh my gosh, the sex they have that night, it's intense. Like they fuse their minds and powers too. It was intense. The next morning, he takes her to a beautiful place and tells her he bought that estate for her to build a house for like all their family, including a nursery. And I was like, oh, I can wait for them to have a baby and all their friends to move with them. And I, I was so touched by this gift and favorite too. Because like, the, like the state is empty. She gets to build the house of her dreams. Like, reason. Like, oh my gosh. Like, he's so wholesome. Like, no man can ever compare to him if I'm single forever. It's because of reason. Like... Oh my gosh, he is amazing. And well, some weeks go by. Racine and Farah get closer. She's helping her design her house and they plan their art school. They start giving classes and they are so happy. And that is pretty much the end. They will continue with the same issues on their layer fix and we will see what happens next in the next book. Now, time for my overall opinion. I really like this short book or novella. I know many fans were not happy with this book because of the lack of action or big drama, but I mean, it is labeled as a short story to see what happens next to her favorite characters. So I do not know what were they expecting. I personally enjoyed it. It was nice to see all my babies be relatively happy most of the book. I really like the inner circle. I am too invested in them, so I had a great time reading this short story. I wish it was a bit longer because I love them all and I just need more of them. I wish Nesta was not a party pooper the entire time, but well, it is what it is. I am super excited to read the next book, even if it's more about Nesta. I also hope Sarah releases another short novella of when favorite Reason have a child. I would love to read how they are happy, like how they are a happy family, and how they all love each other and how everyone in their inner circle loves the baby. If you ever live like if you ever listen to this, Sarah, please, please write a novella about this. I need it to be happy. Like you don't know how much I need it in my life. But well, enough of me fangirling over my beloved characters. I don't think I can rate this short book or novella because it's more like an epilogue, you know what I mean? But uh, sentimentally, I give it a 4.5 out of 5 stars. It would have been a 5 if it was longer. Um, Yeah, I just not give it a 5 because it was too short. So yeah, but it's sentimentally, you know, I don't think I can read it because it's a novella or like a natural book book. So, yeah. Now, time to finally say goodbye. This episode was super short, I know, but the book was super short, so yeah. Don't forget to rate, share, and subscribe to my podcast if you're liking it. It only takes you a few seconds to put me at five stars on iTunes. <laughs> Don't forget to also follow me on Instagram at your favorite young adult Bookworm. I will see you all next week with the retelling of The Wicked King by Holy Black.